everybody, welcome to another edition of the GMB Show. Today, Andy and I are just hanging out, having a little coffee talk today. What's up, brother? Not a lot, not a lot. I'm very excited. Very excited about today's topic. I am, yeah. actually. It's one of those, hell yeah, let's talk about it kind of things because that's what we're going to be because talking about. Because it is literally about hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, which is probably one of the most freeing and liberating concepts I've ever run across in my life. Mm-hmm. I remember actually you bringing this up a couple of years ago that um, in a GMB meeting, you were like, okay, everybody, from here on, this is how we're going to make decisions. If it's a hell yes, we're doing it. And if it's not a hell yes, <laughs> we're not doing it. And Pretty much that sums yeah, it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of doing things. And uh, it's changed. I know it's changed me too. In making decisions for a lot of stuff. And as you said, it's very liberating. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk yeah. a little bit now, I guess, about you know some examples of this, but also about why this is important and why it's so helpful. Uh, because it sounds like it's a pretty extreme thing to say that if something is not – if you're not excited about something, don't do it. Because mm-hmm. you, know, you still have to do the laundry. You still have yeah. to yeah. Uh, change the oil in your car. You still have to you know, wash dishes and stuff like that. But there's a lot of decisions that are optional that we make uh, by default. There's a lot of decisions that are optional that we make because we feel like we have some sort of pressure to make mm-hmm. them in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of decisions that we think – are going to be difficult to make. So we put them off and procrastinate indefinitely and it causes a stress. And I think for all three of those cases that it's really nice to have a mental model that helps you clarify what you want to focus your energy and time on. Uh, Later on, I'll also make some references to our training, to our workouts and how you can use this to actually uh, make better progress. And whatever yeah. you're doing. So cool. So I mean, I'll I'll kind of start off by saying that this is just one of of several different kinds of mental models of of decision making. And and mental models are something that have been around for a long, long time and they're they're used in, in a lot of ways. You probably came across them if you took like a philosophy one oh one course or something like that. Oh, here's a new way of framing thoughts that might change the, your, your outcome, right? If you get confused about something, you can look at it from this perspective and it gives you a different way to look at it. Well, that's a mental model. And uh, if you're really interested in learning more about mental models for decision making, you should really look at a, at a website called Farnham Street by a guy mm-hmm. named Shane Parrish. Really, really interesting website. And we're going to link to that. And you should also look to a couple of books by a guy named Barry Schwartz, both the uh, the Paradox of Choice, and another book called Practical Wisdom. Both of those have been pretty life-changing for me, and we'll give a couple of examples from, from those a little bit later. But the biggest thing is that these this is just one of many mental models that you could use that will help you make decisions. It's not always going to be the right model, right? But we all have tons of decisions to make. You know, like, Ryan, how many, how many Facebook messages do you get a day? Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, which is a good, you're not even famous, you know, that's just the thing. I'm just like, why do you know who I am? This is crazy. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, I really appreciate all those messages, but it can be overwhelming. And so this is a good example of a hell yes kind of thing. And it's, it's not that I don't want to, you know, separate myself from everybody. A part of me does. I gotta be honest, gotta be truthful there. I do. But 
the amount of time that it would take for me to sit down and answer every single one of these messages is not, to be honest, worth it. And I could be doing other things, helping more people, but focusing on those other things instead of sitting down and doing the uh, Facebook message thing. So if you if you send a message to me on Facebook, you know that my response, you know, if you've sent one to me, you know it's, hey, thanks for your message, really appreciate it, but please send this question to info at gmb.io. Cheers. That's the standard thing. And in the beginning, this was tough because I want to be there for everyone and I want to, you know, answer people's questions because I really appreciate it. But it was one of those things where you have to actively make a decision and say, is this helping or hurting what I'm doing here? And so, yeah, man. Yeah, I know yeah. you're the same way with, with your email. And right. Yeah. So I actually had to make the decision that email was stressful for me. Email was causing me problems. Email was something I didn't enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I made the decision that email is not a hell yes for me. Right. And by that, I mean communicating via email at all is not a hell yes for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't do it very much at all. Yeah. Uh, the only email I do is basically my online banking, my mother, and uh, the GMB support email. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. it. So this is just not to talk about how busy we are, but I think no. you're anyone listening to this, you're busy too, right? Everyone here is probably really busy. And your your Facebook inbox or your email or whatever is just one example of that. But like think of all of the decisions you have to make when you go through a day. Uh, you know, you get up in the morning and, you know, do you need to brush your teeth first or go to the bathroom first? I mean, some days it's like, which do I start with? It's, you know, it's not something that should stress you out, but it's these small little decisions that add up, right? Uh, recently, Mark Zuckerberg, founder of Facebook, is famous for wearing the same clothes every day. Yeah. You know, I've been wearing the same clothes every day pretty much for a few years, too. Yeah. It's yeah. great. I don't have to decide what shirts to buy. Every time my shirt wears out, I go to the American Apparel website and I buy another five pack of the same damn shirt. It's wonderful. Yeah. You know, but you go through your morning and by the time you get out your door, you've probably made a hundred to five hundred small decisions that some of them you realize you're making and some of them you don't realize you're making. Some of them are just fine. But some of them probably annoy you. Some of them probably stress you out. Like, what do I wear today? I don't know. Is it going to rain? Am I going to get stuck? Am I going to have to talk to someone? Is that cute barista going to be at the Starbucks? You know, like all of these things go through your head when you're making a very small decision. And so sometimes it can be really helpful to just say, I'm not going to deal with this decision anymore. Mm -hmm. Instead of having to decide this fresh every time, I'm going to rely on a model. I'm going to rely on a heuristic that's going to let me make this decision quickly. Right? So for me... And for Mark Zuckerberg, that's wearing pretty much the same clothes every day. Mm-hmm. I don't ever have to think about that. And so at GMB, as we have gotten a little more traction and more people know who we are, we get a lot more people, not people asking for help. That's not a problem. Right, right. When people ask for help, we do want to help out. But we get a lot more people asking for our help. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not the way to write it. A lot of people trying to do want to partner with us. A lot of people that want to have us go do a seminar here or want us to, you know, write a tutorial or make a video on this, you know, and all of these things, a lot of them are great ideas and we, we want to do as many of them as we can, but sometimes we can't say yes to everything, right? right? And that's the problem. There's only so many hours in a day. There's only so many of us and we can't 
can't say yes to everything. And so we really have to start prioritizing. Right. And there's a lot of ways you could do that. We could prioritize on what's the most profitable. Yes. We could prioritize on what takes the least time. Mm -hmm. But instead, we decided that we wanted to prioritize on what excited us, yeah. on what made us feel glad to do it, on what made us really happy that we have this opportunity to do. And those are the things that make us say, hell yeah. Those are the things that make us really want to get behind it. Because if we make a decision that is kind of like a and eh, not so bad. Well, then when we actually go and do the thing, when we commit to doing the thing, doing that work is drudgery. It's no fun. And we don't and enjoy it. it's going to show in our work. Yeah, it's going to show. It's definitely going to yep. show. Yeah. So we focus on the hell yeses. And that means that we can do a better job. A lot of people enjoy chatting, uh, whether it be on Facebook or wherever else. I don't know because I don't chat. This is something that I decided that I'm not going to do. So People contact me and say, hey, do you have five minutes so I can talk to you on Skype? No, I don't. From the get-go, being able to say no and not feel guilty about it is really what a lot of people need. Because let's be honest, I mean, a lot of people feel pressured into doing things. And if you don't have a game plan, if you don't know how to say no, then it's going to be an issue. This is something I went through for many years. And now I know exactly what I want out of it. And so when I do say no, it's not that I'm just being a dick. It's that, you know, I might have to explain why, but then that other person's like, oh, okay, I get that. That makes total sense. And so being able to do it that way also is a good thing. So it's not always just about that hell yes. It's, you know, that helps in being able to say, hell yeah, that is definitely something I want to do. But also understanding how to say no. That's a big, a big thing too. A book that I'm reading recently is, and I forgot the title. I can't really forget the title, but um, basically, not giving a fuck. And it's not that you don't care about things. There's a difference. Well, here's a great example. I don't really enjoy going out drinking with a lot of the people over here in Japan anymore. You know, I used to enjoy maybe going out for a drink with someone, but. You know, really the way they drink over here in Japan is basically they just get drunk and then the next day you can't function kind of thing. And so, you know, while I enjoy meeting friends and doing things, I'm not going to go out with a certain group of people anymore because I know that it's going to just completely ruin everything else. A lot of people right now are saying, but dude, just because you go out doesn't mean you have to drink or anything else like that. Yes, I get that. That's fine. But, you know, instead of me going ahead and doing that right away, I just say, hey, no, sorry, not going to go. And then I'm done. I can get get going on other stuff, not feel you know bad about it, not anything like that. And you know nothing with those other people or anything like that. But it's just I have my game plan. I'm living my life now, and I'm not basing my decisions upon what other people think I should be doing. And this is kind of what it comes down to. Andy, I don't know if you want to go into the next thing of this, but it also relates to exercise. And this is kind of what I wanted to say about this hell yes, no thing today is there's a lot of people on the interwebs out there telling you that you should be able to do something or you should have a particular barbell squat number or something like this. And my answer to that is I think it's bullshit. I think you need to figure out what is a hell yes for you and all the other stuff just say no. So what this means is basically figuring out exactly what you want out of your workouts what do you want to be able to do and this is truly truly finding what you want this isn't just like yeah I think I might want to do this just like Andy said if it's just kind of a maybe 
it's not going to work out. So figure out what that hell yes is for you. Maybe hell yes for you is something beyond this exercise thing that we're after. Maybe it's, and I'm just going to throw something out there, climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. If that is a hell yes for you, then instead of focusing on doing a planche, instead of focusing on doing a one-arm handstand, make your workouts focused on being able to get up Mount Kilimanjaro. And everything else, say no. And when you have a plan, well, not even a plan, but when you have this big, hairy idea like that, it makes everything else easy because you know exactly where you're going. Wouldn't it be cool if life was like that every single day? And this is why well, that's Andy, the thing. You know, it that's makes what Andy everything easy. About. Right. And that's yeah. why this hell yes and the no is so brilliant. And so yeah. if you do know where you want to be going in your life, it's easy to say hell yes or no. And so, like I said earlier, it's not about, you know, are you going to wash your socks or not? <laughs> you know, you should wash your socks, okay? But, you know, there's a lot of things that aren't really decisions. Yeah. But there's a lot of, of quote-unquote, opportunities that yes. come up. There's yes. a lot of invitations that happen. There's a lot of people asking you to do them favors. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people trying to tell you uh, how to live your life or... Maybe they're just really well-intentioned and trying to invite you out on, you know, a good weekend or something. Yeah. But if it's a weekend on a boat and being on the ocean makes you seasick, that's not going to be a good time for you. Mm -hmm. And so it comes down to knowing what are the things that you like? What are the things that you can enjoy? I'm not saying that you should be self-centered and, and say and tell your kid you're not going to their basketball game because you don't like crowds. <laughs> you know, sometimes you're going to have to suck it up anyway. And, you know, you're going to do something out of love for somebody. Right. Instead of the thing that you selfishly would just decide, well, I don't want to. Right. right. I mean, right. out of love, sometimes you'll do things that you would normally not do. That's that's what love is. You sacrifice. But. You know, a lot of things come up and it's not going to mean anything bad to the other person. If you just say, you know, I really just don't I don't like barbecues because I don't like being outside with the mosquitoes and getting sweaty and stuff. If you want a guy, if you guys ever have like a dinner party with like pasta and wine, I'm totally down. Yeah. You know, uh, you just need to know what you're going to get excited about. And the other things feel OK about saying no about because the alternative then is maybe. Yes. Right. And maybe sucks. Maybe is an indeterminate state, right? It's an interminable indeterminate state. Mm. It never ends until you come down on the side of yes or no. The more things you keep in maybe, in the back of your mind, you know you haven't decided. That's why inbox zero is such a big deal. You see these people, they have, oh, I have 583 unread messages in my inbox. And why do they care? Okay. Why do you care? Because you know that's 583 things that you still eventually have to decide to act on or not act on. But the thing is, you know you're putting it off and that's what causes you stress. Yep. It's not saying no to those things. Refusing to say no to those things is what's causing you stress. And that's why hell yes or no will save your life. Maybe is going to suck the life out of you. Do not get stuck with maybe. That's great. You know, I want to bring this in again back to, you know, with the GMB, the movements and things that we're doing. We've got lots of programs out there. We've got lots of them out there. What is your hell yes right now? What is that one thing where you look at that program and you're like, oh, man, I would love to be able to do that. Okay, cool. Do it. Don't worry about anything else. You know, even if we're like, 
you know, you really should be doing some more, you know, flexibility or whatnot. Okay, great. Maybe you should be doing that sometime. But right now, if the one thing that you want to be working on is, I have no idea, is um, cartwheel. Well, hey, get to work on that cartwheel. Do it. Don't don't yeah. worry about anything else. That that's what it is. And so the more maybes you have, like Andy said, the more confusing things are going to be, and the more state of limbo you're going to be in, and the more stress mm-hmm. it's going to cause. That's totally cool. Just focus on your cartwheel. Yeah, do the other things that help the cartwheel. Yeah. You know, if if you know that if you do a couple of stretches, it'll help your cartwheel be better. If you if you know that your your right leg is weaker, so you know, work on some shrimp squats and strengthen up your mm-hmm. your legs. You know, so you can have both sides be better at cartwheel. Then it's working on your cartwheel. That's great. You know, but do the things that are going to be the hell yes for you. Rather than, oh, well, maybe I should start stretching more. Maybe I should take up parkour. Maybe I should be doing this thing or Mm -hmm. that thing. Or I heard about this awesome protocol on this. You know, all of those maybes are just going to distract you and and make you enjoy what you're doing less and less and less. Absolutely. And like you said, though, you still have to do the laundry. So that's important. So, you know, those little things that are related to the cartwheel to get you there, like the stretching and whatnot that are for that. But make it about that cartwheel. Keep the goal the goal and focus mm-hmm. on the little things around that that you need to do in order to make sure that you're getting there. So, you know, again, if you want to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, focus on all the little things that you need to do to get there. Just remember that you got to put in the work. And this is something, too, that I think a lot of people, <laughs> most of us, you know, we get to the point where we've got this big goal. We're like, hell yeah, I want to do that. And then when it comes time for the work, it's kind of like, oh, man, I don't really think that I want to do this work. And they quit. Well, you're kind of missing out on that goal there. You still got to do the work in order to get there. So don't forget about that. Keep it clear. I think that's really what it's coming down to. And Yeah. It's self-knowledge. It's yeah. self-knowledge. Like we've written about before, like we've talked about, you know, why, why, is it, why is it physical autonomy that we're after, that we say we're after instead of physical freedom? Well, because freedom is another giant maybe. Yeah. Freedom means you can do things. It's potential, but it's empty potential unless you decide how you want to use it, right? And that's what autonomy is. It's choosing what you want yeah. and then going after that thing and doing that thing. And so you have to you have to prioritize. You have to know what you want. You have to know what's important to you and you have to know what makes you excited. You have to know what's the hell yes. And then you have to say no to as many other distractions as you possibly can. Again, you're going to have to do laundry. You're going to have to do a lot of things that maybe don't don't excite you. But there's a lot of things that you can say no to. And when you can say no to something that is not going to cause a problem for you, you absolutely should. Absolutely should. Now, this is great, and it's very liberating. Just a simple, well, which can be difficult, change of thought, you know, this different framing. Very liberating. Very liberating. It takes practice. It does. It does. But it is liberating. You know, we've talked a lot about this, but I think it would be wonderful in the comments to let us know what your big hell yes is. After listening to this, hopefully, this is giving you some ideas of looking really at your life and some of the things right now maybe that you need to cut out of your life. And this is tough. Uh, Go slow with it. Don't just take everything and throw it in the garbage bag and Get rid of it right away. Really think about if it's something that's going to help you or not. But we'd love to hear what your hell yeses are. As always, thank you so much for listening. And you know where to find us. Until next time, laters. Laters.
more great info, join us over at gmb.io. And be sure to check us out on iTunes and YouTube.